0: We awaken when we become aware of who we truly are. Wise words spoken by Dr. Shafali Sabari. Today on the podcast, we're going to finally talk about conscious parenting, how we viewed parenting before conscious parenting, how we learned about it, our understanding of what it is today, and our key takeaways from our second Evolve conference we just attended. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Somos Padres,
1: a space dedicated to all things parenting,
0: relationships, and life. We are your hosts, Paulo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we reflect on our parenting experiences, share information, and lift up the voices of other padres.
1: welcome everyone to this week's episode
0: hey guys
1: so we're gonna be talking about like conscious parenting today
0: yeah we're finally gonna do it
1: yeah i know we haven't done it because obviously we were waiting for the uh, evolve parenting conference
0: yeah i mean i think we were putting it off in some way we were we kept thinking okay we're gonna go to the conscious you know the evolve conference and let's just wait until we go to that and then we'll finally talk about conscious parenting on the podcast
1: yeah because uh, as a parent there's uh, never like too much information
0: <laughs> yeah like yeah, we really didn't feel prepared to have this conversation until now
1: yeah until now
0: and in some way i almost feel like Shafali was saying trust yourself it felt like that was her yeah like, and, and, her and in, a way, in me, a way for me it was
1: like um, I'm, I'm i'm starting to listen more to my intuition yeah. So we all know when we're ready to do something. Yeah. 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 You do have that feeling, you know?
0: Yeah. In some yeah. way, I feel like she gave us that little push.
1: Yeah. She gave us that little push, like, to finally, we're going to be talking about this stuff.
0: Yeah. Because conscious parenting is so near and dear to our heart. It is It is probably at the center and at it's, the it base. It is the core. It is the core. Thank you, perfect word. Yeah. It's like the core of where we come from in order to parent. Exactly. We try to come from that space of conscious yeah. parenting. So...
1: So what is what is conscious parenting
0: (laughs) yeah um well we're not going to define it quite yet but first let's talk about just so that people like you know just so you guys all have a context of where we were coming from before we first learned about conscious parenting right so before we started uh before we had even learned about conscious parenting we kind of had a philosophy um that was based in you know what let's Let's get better at parenting. Let's get better at understanding our children. Let's get better uh, tactics and strategies. And we were really focused on learning.
1: Yeah, we were focused on learning and we were focusing, like, on the behaviors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can I do better? But mm-hmm. it was always, like, uh, focusing on the kid.
0: Yeah, and really trying, like, we were coming from a place of, you know what? Um, the way that we were parented... Um doesn't feel right to us, and we want to do it differently, and do it maybe based on a little bit more knowledge and how the ba- you know the kids' brains are developing and what they understand, mm. and like we shared previously, like this whole idea about empathy and yeah. learning how to speak empathy uh-huh. and, and yeah. how to kids express their emotions. Like, yeah, we were, yeah, and
1: it was all uh, everything like through eco parenting.
0: Yeah, so when we took our parenting classes, we were really mm-hmm. trying. To learn better how to do the parenting strategies better,
1: better, yeah, exactly. In, in a way that like mm-hmm.
0: felt better to us,
1: and uh, and then
0: all of a sudden, and
1: then all of a sudden, what? Like we're uh, we were watching Super Soul Super Soul Sunday.
0: Yes, so we saw Super Soul Sunday, like probably like two years ago or more.
1: Yeah, more more than uh, two years ago. Yeah,
0: right? and Dr. Shivali was on
1: mm-hmm.
0: for the first time talking about conscious parenting,
1: and we were like, what the heck is that?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it felt so like in line with us yeah
1: yeah we we were like oh wow this yeah this makes sense i remember for myself this makes sense what this lady's actually talking about but i didn't know what she was really talking
0: about Mm -hmm. but
1: it made sense
0: yeah in at some deeper level we knew like she was speaking to our souls like it Mm -hmm. really resonated with us and so we were like okay we have to learn more and Um, started following her on Twitter, and all of a sudden she was on, um, she announced her first ever Evolve conference here in Long Beach. Mm -hmm. And we went to it.
1: We went to it, uh, the conference, like, two years ago. Yeah, almost two years ago.
0: Yeah, and, and that was our first really immersive experience. Like, that's when we really went deep into what is... Conscious Parenting and, like, what is the foundation of this understanding about Conscious Yeah, parenting.
1: because, uh, th- well, th- there's a difference. And I'm, uh, and a lot of you listeners, you can actually connect to this. Like, yeah, you can read a book
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and, and be with a book, talking to the book.
0: Talking to the
1: book. And, <laughs> <Talking> to <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, talking to the book, reflecting about what you just what read. You? Yeah. But then it's another experience to be actually, like, listening live mm-hmm. to the author of the book.
0: Right, because right. Th-
1: now, now, like the way she said, it, it was uh, the author not just talking all the time, but there was like this communication back and forth yes. between the um, between her and the audience.
0: Yeah, and she, w- and I think even with this second experience and the first experience, mm-hmm. there is a very um, a realness that she speaks with. Yeah, the
1: authenticity is just real.
0: It, and you're yeah. not going to get that from the book. No, you're not. She is when she is speaking. She's very direct, and she's not sugarcoating anything. It's mm-hmm. almost like she doesn't, like, time is too precious, and she's not going to spend her time trying to dance around what she really, truly believes.
1: Yeah, and, and, and actually, she yeah. She's just go for it. And uh, to some extent, uh, people's feelings might be hurt. Because, they might, yeah. <laughs> because she doesn't, uh, dances around it. Yeah. Yeah. She's
0: just going straight for it. So anyways, we're kind of dancing around what is conscious yeah. parenting. We still haven't said what it is.
1: Yeah, we haven't said <laughs> what it is, but le- uh, let's be honest, but our understanding of what is today... May it actually evolve? Yes. In, in the subsequent years, you know.
0: Yeah, like I think if you had asked us, well, what is conscious parenting after our first conference, we would have had one answer. And now, after our second conference, I think we have maybe a different answer. A
1: different answer. And yeah.
0: this is the answer of what we think it is today, mm-hmm. but that will probably change with time.
1: Yeah, because we're we're a work in progress, you know. We're yeah. evolving.
0: Exactly, yeah. we're evolvers. Yeah. So I'm actually going to read um, from The Awakened Family, which is Dr. Shefali's most recent book. Um, And this is what she says about an awakened family. But I think it pretty much summarizes what we think of as our definition of conscious parenting. Okay. So here it is. It says, in an awakened family, parents are aware that every relationship in their family exists to help each person grow. Parents view their children as mirrors through which they are able to see how they themselves need to mature and develop. Instead of fixing what they see as faults in their children, these parents seek to work on themselves, raising their own level of maturity and presence. The focus is always on the parent's awareness rather than the child's behavior. So just let that sink in for a second. I mean... To me, what she is really saying is can I dare to grow myself up to recognize my own issues, my own triggers, my own pain, and handle it before I pass it on to my children?
1: Yeah, because we tend to pass a lot of baggage to our children. Right. Especially if it is unresolved, you know?
0: Right. So she's saying that in in every interaction not just with your children but mm-hmm. for the you know for the sake of the conversation that we're having today which is centered around parenting uh, uh-huh. that our children are quote unquote triggering us they're not really triggering us it's it's if you're triggered it's because there's something in you that you have not healed mm-hmm. and can you be brave enough to look inside to say where is that coming from for me why am i getting upset right now about this is this really an issue or is this just a reflection of the places where I still need to heal and mature and grow. Mm-hmm. And that is the inner work. And And when you look at it from that lens, it's no longer about your kid anymore. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. Um, the tactics and all of that, that will flow and that will come. But you have to come from a place of uh, awareness mm-hmm. and a place of um, consciousness where you're like very conscious of, okay, this is not... Me, this is truly just my child. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, um, I'm here to guide my child back to the essence of who they are, which is yeah. a lot of fluff, guys. But
1: yeah, but a lot of it. Yeah, but first, <laughs> a, what a it needs to happen is that your children,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're just not like your pet. Mm-hmm. They, they're not for you. They're not meant for you to mold them into whoever you think is best for them. Right. Because they're their own divine essence, each each in them have an essence.
0: Well, they, they each have their own spirit Yeah, that is here on this earth. Can you see them as a spirit?
1: As a spirit and not like, a, a, like a, a, another extension of you.
0: Yes, like you have your spirit and your path. And they have theirs. And they
1: have theirs. You have to, first, before actually getting into all of all of this, mm-hmm. uh, to all of the, the listeners, you, we have to grasp that concept. Because for mm-hmm. me, it was really hard. It was really hard because, um, uh, as in other op- episodes, mm-hmm. I wanted my kids to be the extension and, and a, a better version of myself.
0: Right, right. And always comparing... Your their experience to yours. You're gonna yeah. be better than me. Yeah,
1: you're, you're- gonna be better than me. Mm-hmm. And, and you and I'm gonna expose you to this, and you're gonna do this. And and yeah. And some parents we push so many things onto our kids. Yeah. Because because we forget that they're they're unique. They have their own gifts and strengths and weaknesses. They're yeah.
0: And Shafali talks about how you're not supposed to see yourself as. Um, better than your child or like this person who has power over your child in a way Mm -hmm. like you have to see like your spirit is equal to their spirit they have their own and she uses these words a lot their own sovereign spirit their own sovereign right just like you do
1: yeah the yeah the only difference is obviously yeah in, in spirit wise it's the, it's the same
0: we are equals we're equals but we,
1: uh, yeah but we tend to forget that because we have lived more years than them we have the experience and we have the knowledge so you have to do whatever i say because i'm i'm right
0: yeah that's the traditional way of thinking of parenting yeah, is that's the
1: traditional i'm the
0: parent and i know best and, and know i'm best, going to tell you what you to have, do. have
1: to do as i say
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. You have to do what I tell you to do because I'm the adult and you are the child. And it's almost like you don't see that child as a whole person mm-hmm. and you have to. They. So I've even heard people talk and use the words like little adult because it's almost like a reminder. They are their own um, equal spirit. Yeah. Right? We're equals on, on this plane and they're on their spiritual plane journey and their path mm-hmm. and we are on ours yeah and if you can be conscious like bringing it back to conscious you're not messing with their path and you you know you are working on yourself and the working on yourself is that gift to you yeah. like that is really why our kids are here and yeah. that's why relationships are here yeah. is to redirect us in the places yeah. and tell us and show us the places where we still need to grow yeah as human beings.
1: Yeah, it's partnerships.
0: Mm-hmm. It's partnerships.
1: It's, uh, that's why we're actually marry and all this. It, it's supposed to be partnerships. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to help one another grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, and for us parents, we're supposed to be the guys to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And other
1: guys like uh, as, the, uh, as the sage on the stage,
0: mm-hmm. but as
1: guys to help us each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that conscious parenting becomes really hard to talk about and explain because it's a way of being, it's a life philosophy, it's um, a spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. And that can get really hard to understand in a concrete way. Because mm-hmm. usually when we talk about parenting, we talk about it in strategies and you know concrete things um, that you can do Um, in order to help your child. Kind of like when we talked about um, empathy, we kind of gave some concrete steps, like really Mm -hmm. try, you know, like when we said, you know, really try to give your child words to express their feelings. Mm -hmm. That feels very concrete in Mm -hmm. a way. Um, Whereas uh, conscious parenting is a very individual experience uh, because it really is about you going inward. And I can never define for anyone else what an experience is what a tantrum means mm-hmm. what um a school grade means what kids mm-hmm. fighting means because that is all an inward thing like how you and everything you attach to that
1: yeah it's experience. Like, yeah yeah so
0: it's a very personal the, the, individual yeah, experience the, the way
1: that people say it is like oh how do we get triggered
0: yeah it's different because it's some people get triggered everybody. with other things
1: and i get triggered with other things Mm-hmm. But quote unquote trigger, right. <laughs> you know, those are the, the the red flags that we're supposed to instead of going outward, we have we, to go. We in. have to go inside.
0: So, um, but one of the things that we do want to do to try and bring conscious parenting maybe to life a little bit is to give some examples and talk about ways in which we have worked on and um, done, uh, tried to become more conscious in our parenting. So we're going to talk about. Um, I'm going to talk about. Uh, in in an example my uh, difficulty or my challenge in the past with Vicky and her personal style right that was kind of a very um, challenging moment because and this is where like you have to own whatever you bring to this experience right so for me I wanted To buy all her clothes because obviously, when they're babies, you buy their clothes and you Mm -hmm. have your style. I have my style, and I was really trying to buy her clothes based on my style and what I thought was cute, and it was all about me, right? And then all of a sudden, she grew up and she had an opinion and she had a voice. And for instance, I love jeans and she was like, yeah, I don't want to wear jeans. I want to wear a dress like she wants to wear a dress all the time. That is her style. And I would get really triggered whenever she would say, mom, come and help me um, choose what to wear. And I would come over and then I'd say, "Okay, well, what about this? And she would be like, no. And then I'd be like, oh, what about this? Like, I would bring out the jeans. And she'd be like, no. And then I'd bring out something else that I thought, because I also like black and white. And she likes pink. So then then I'd bring out something that I liked. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, no. And then I would seriously be like, why are you asking me to, uh, you know, help you or give you, you know, suggestions if you are not going to take my suggestions? You know, it was like, ah. And then... I, you know, you know, but after conscious parenting, then I had to go, Okay, what is that about? Mm -hmm. And I had to recognize that that was about me, that I wanted her to wear what I thought was cute, that I wanted her to wear and dress in a way that because I had this image of what is cute and what she should look like. Right. Mm -hmm. And I had to let that go. I had to let that go and I had to go, okay, she is her own person. She is in her own spirit. Like, sometimes she wants to go out and I don't think she matches. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm like, that doesn't match, you know? And she's like, I don't care. And that's those moments when you go, wow. If you can really get conscious and go, wow, my daughter has more freedom And knows herself so much more, and is so rooted in who she Mm -hmm. is, that she doesn't care if society, quote unquote, doesn't think that she matches. Mm -hmm. She doesn't care. Yeah, but all the
1: parents might be. Oh, but all the people are gonna judge her.
0: Yeah, and it's like it doesn't really matter. Don't mess with that. It's like don't mess with who she knows she is. Mm -hmm. Don't mess with her own. I mean, you can get really deep. Don't mess with her ability to understand herself, to understand and know who she is. Like, don't mess that up. Because as soon as we start trying to tell our kids, no, that's not mm-hmm. cute, we've now defined it and said, what you like isn't cute. What you like isn't acceptable. Yeah. And that's when we start messing with our kids.
1: Yeah. And, um, and, and, spirit. Well, yeah. And you start setting all these limitations, you know.
0: Yeah, you can't wear whatever you You want. You
1: cannot do this. You cannot do this. You cannot do this. Not this. Not this. Not these shoes. Not this. It's it's supposed to be... This is the season. You're not matching the season. Blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah. And Vicky is, you know, 100%. She wears dresses all year long. It does not matter if it's winter and it's raining. It's like, no, she's wearing a dress. And then she's got leggings on under and, you know, and boots and the whole thing. But she is still in a dress because that is who she is. That is Mm. how she's comfortable and i have to not mess with that and i had to let it go and and that's that part of being conscious like mm-hmm. understand what you are really doing at a deeper mm-hmm. level to your child the message you are yeah, sending to them mm-hmm. and then we wonder why they grow up and they're like i don't i don't know who i am i don't mm-hmm. know what i like i don't yeah. why because we haven't let them get comfortable with the things that they like yeah, and let them know themselves
1: and they're going to be, if you let them they're going to be evolving it's not that they're going to be like that for the rest of their lives
0: yeah. or they're maybe just they going, will but yeah they're going know, to be
1: figuring it out we're open
0: to it though yeah they're, they're going,
1: going to, to be it figuring it out. Figuring out and their taste is going to change yeah. why because the brain their brains are, are going to be changing
0: yeah yeah. but there you know there's so many levels I mean you could really look at it as um, on many levels at just one example but that is what it is at a conscious level to really, you know, understand that every time that we're interacting with our kids, we are potentially—if we're not conscious of it—we are messing with their spirit mm-hmm. and who it is that they know that they are. Their essence. Their essence. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's my example. Did you have an uh, example? No. And some you people to say, "But
1: what other people are going to say? Screw what other people are going to yeah. say."
0: Well, you know, and that's the thing. That's where you do the inner work of going, wow, I really, am I dressing the way I dress for myself? Or am I dressing the way I dress for other people? Mm -hmm. And that's where you just go, dang, I need to do the work on me. Mm -hmm. I am not rooted. I don't get it. I don't understand, you know, if, you know, I am too conscious of how other people view the way that I dress. Mm -hmm. Right? And do you want... You know, it's an invitation. It's an invitation to work on yourself. And that is truly, and I, you know, that is truly when our kids become our teachers. I think a lot of people throw that phrase around of, oh, our kids are our teachers. But, yeah. but I'm like, but, and, and not but, like, that's not um, what I'm trying to say. But <laughs> there I go again. But our kids become our true teachers when we can. Take what they're showing us Where when I can take what my daughter is showing me her courage and the way that she knows herself and that I can go you know what I am going to strive to be like that I am going to it's when to... you're giving them
1: the space
0: yeah and I'm really going to do the work of trying to emulate her freedom and her knowing of who she is like that's I think that's when our kids really become our, our teachers yeah Mm-hmm. did you have an example that you want oh yeah i
1: have an example of like uh, for you me it's worked. like healthy eating
0: <laughs> yeah
1: oh my god i i, I just oh, i get so like quote-unquote trigger
0: uh-huh.
1: when the kids don't want to eat the food that is available let's say for dinner yeah let's say right. sopita yeah
0: you made sopita. Soup. Mm-hmm. A
1: soup i don't want to eat it and i'm like oh yeah like this is healthy for you you need to eat it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to eat it. I don't like it. Oh, mm-hmm. they put all kinds of excuses. Mm-hmm. But
0: and you know they've eaten it before. You know they that know. they like it. Victoria like especially. Yeah, they know that. Bolito I, I know, it, I know they like enough. it. I
1: know this and other. But before actually eating it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they put all these excuses.
0: Yeah, Vicky does. Yeah.
1: Palito eats it. No, Palito eats it. Yeah. Like, uh, but Vicky's put all these excuses. I and for me, it's like now, in the past, I was like, oh, no, you don't get from this table until you eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you don't You want to watch TV? Oh, no. You don't want to get to watch TV until you eat your food. Mm-hmm. And take as long as you want. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I'm more like, whoa, 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 whoa. So why are they putting those excuses? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Where is this coming from?
1: Where is this coming from? <laughs> and now I need to check myself. Mm-hmm. you know so obviously once you have exposed your children to other foods quote unquote not healthy foods it's like well who put the, who exposed your children to those non-healthy foods mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's me I have yeah, I have this issue that I need to eat something sweet yeah yeah.
0: kids are always asking I need say. to
1: eat something sweet after dinner obviously mm-hmm. I'm an adult obviously I eat the sweet after I eat something, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but they help, uh, help those sweets, those desserts. They're around the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in our kitchen. They're just behind the cabinet or in the refrigerator, and the kids know about it. So the kids are gonna be are gonna push back on 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 what they want to eat. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they know that there's other better things, tastier things in the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. Oh my God. So if I want my kids to eat healthy, I need to I need to, I need to be the first one to be eating healthy and to show them the way to eat healthy. So that means if I have those foods, it's because I haven't figured out for myself how to continuously eat in a healthy way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so nothing is gonna change until my behaviors actually change. Mm-hmm. So if I go Oh, if I want all my kids, they're they're consuming way too much sugar. It's just like, oh, have you checked yourself? You're consuming too much sugar. Yes, you might eat something healthy, but look at all these things that you eat afterwards.
0: Well, and then I think people sometimes are like, well, but you're an adult, and you can eat whatever you want. But it's like at the... Kids don't understand that. It's there we go again. Like well, yeah, with the hierarchy. I, yeah. If people say
1: that, I'll put it. Oh, now imagine you're an adult. Your your parents come and visit, and they go, "Oh, you have desserts, but you know what? You cannot have them until you eat this, 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 and this." As an adult, now from your parents, <laughs> what would you say? I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. But as for kids, oh, now you're the adult. So now you're putting yourself in in, in in this power position, where your kids cannot say anything. Why? Because they're kids. So just because they're kids, they cannot have any and, and like their their way. You know, it's very very interesting. So in in the way I see it is like I'm setting my kids up for failure. Why? Because I set up set up that system for failure for me too. Mm-hmm. So, if I don't like my kids to be, like, consuming so much sugars, I need to start consuming less sugars, too. So, yeah, it's, it's a reality. Mm-hmm. It is a reality. Imagine your parents not being, uh, not, uh, being able, oh, you the, 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 see that chocolate, uh, that piece of uh, cake right there? You cannot have it because you haven't eaten this much based on to their, like, particular way of saying their opinion. Mm-hmm. Now imagine, so, yeah, w- What? If we, as, as adults, sometimes we have a really hard time. Now imagine children. <laughs> it's just they're gonna be they're gonna be way. If for us that we have already developed way brains that are more developed, way more experiences. Now imagine children. Imagine the, the children that are still they're just developing. Their brains are still developing, and they have more more attachment to things. Oh my
0: god. I mean god. I I think the bottom line is that what you're just saying is kids are more impacted by what by what you do than what you say.
1: Exactly. And if you yeah. are
0: going you know and that's always been my thing with you is you love to eat, you know, desserts, mm-hmm. you love to eat candies, you mm-hmm. love to drink ban, you like you like to do all that stuff but then you want to turn around and tell the kids they can't have that.
1: They cannot have that, yeah. That
0: They can't have it until after dinner. But oh. dad's over there eating it before dinner. And they, they yeah. just don't understand Yeah, that.
1: and sometimes it's not, yeah, I get, and, and something that I, have, I, I forgot to say is like, yeah, sometimes I don't respect that, my own system, you know, Yeah, like you, that dessert.
0: yeah, like first is this, and then you can have that. And yeah, yeah,
1: because, and yeah, sometimes I go, oh, I, I work, and I'm tired, I just want something to snack on.
0: Right, you have not figured out how to regulate yourself. Yeah. But you're gonna turn around and tell your kids, you know, to have that boundary and have that understanding. And it's when like, I no. yeah, it's when really I get out of the
1: boundary. To, yeah. If I get out of the boundary, I cannot expect my children not to get out of the boundary. And
0: and we are adults. And we we are adults. have a That's the thing. Supposedly We are
1: supposed to be no better.
0: No better. We're supposedly more evolved. We're supposedly, you know, all these things better than, right? And yet here we are. Really demonstrating that we can't eat healthy for ourselves. Yeah,
1: for ourselves exactly. So
0: it's just it's that consciousness of it, it's that awareness of it. Of okay, I can't you know tell you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and is, we expect
1: and, and, and this is only food, and we expect our children to in all yeah areas. to go in, in in a lot of areas. Yes, we expect them to follow through when we don't like to follow through, especially with electronics.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that's an, another level that's a, of it. That's yes, another like, topic. Yeah. You don't get to play, but I am going to ignore you and be on my phone, but you can't be on your phone. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's all of that is consciousness, all of that is awareness that we are, um, in many ways, showing our kids how to be. Yeah, and we're not good at and, it. Uh,
1: yet. And and I'm saying this about this healthy eating and all that because come on, I, I'm I'm working out on my awareness with food,
0: mm-hmm. you know. That's your so, personal thing, right? Yeah, that's
1: my personal thing right now. So because some people may say, "What's wrong with eating sweets?" Yeah, what's well, wrong yeah. with eating? Un- I think healthy? a lot of
0: of what we're saying is some people are going to be like, "Well, yeah, you have to tell your kids how to eat healthy."
1: Yeah, but but no, what's but some people say, "But what's wrong with having dessert after dinner? What's wrong with that?" And I'm like. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: from the point of awareness, it's like, let's say there's a slice of uh, of pizza and an apple. You know that the apple is a lot healthier than the slice of pizza. And some people say, like, what's wrong with eating the slice of pizza? There's nothing wrong. But the body does not discriminate. To eat that slice of pizza, even if you have all these kinds of excuses about why you should eat that, that slice of pizza. All right? The body does not discriminate. If you don't give nutrition to your body or nothing nutritious, you're not gonna, your body is not going to be nutritious. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the excuses you put to eat that piece of pizza. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we start actually to put more healthy food into their bodies, we start developing a, 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 a lifestyle of eating healthy, mm-hmm. and then your taste buds eventually change. And then you set up a, like a healthy eating pattern and all that. But we need to start with the work with uh, with ourselves first.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. can't have different expectations. You can have different expectations, for and you can
1: also have like double standards and uh, yeah, yeah, in the house. It's, and I mean, it's not and, work. and at the
0: end of the day, when you're getting mad at your kid, and the, you know, and I truly believe and this about you. No, yeah. you're actually mad at yourself.
1: I'm actually mad at myself because I know, like, oh my kid is eating way too much, and, and I get triggered by that. It's because deep inside of me, once I start eating that sweet. I'm not going to eat only one or two pieces of chocolate, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat the whole bar.
0: Yeah, but you're really mad at yourself. And I'm In actually that moment- yeah.
1: And being conscious is like yeah. about like what is actually triggering, uh, triggering that for you, and it's like. You know that it's more about you than about the kid.
0: It, yeah. It's not about that kid eating no. the healthy food. It's the fact that you yourself are that, not eating of, healthy. You
1: are out of control. Yeah. You
0: yourself are. Yeah. But, you know, but you're going to point the finger at your child. Yeah. It's a lot easier. And you're going to get your anger out on the child. Yeah. And you're going to make them eat the healthy food. Yeah. At all costs. But... Because you can't make yourself.
1: Yeah, and it's because all you, you
0: cannot make yourself yeah, eat the healthy exactly.
1: food. Exactly. You speak. I cannot but make myself. But it yeah. brings
0: this sense of control, and you feel better mm-hmm. about yourself because the kid ate the healthy food, even though you know you're not doing it for yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah.
0: yeah. So, anyways, yeah,
1: it's a, just an interesting uh, uh, approach.
0: Yeah. So we that is kind of like consciousness, trying to bring consciousness and awareness to our every day, at all times, interactions with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um I th- really want us to talk about the second evolve conference because mm-hmm. I feel like this um the first time that we went to the first um Shafali conference like we said it was very much a deeper dive into what is conscious parenting and if you have read um The Awakened Family and really looked at her myths that was actually what she went over during that first um conference you know, the, the all the different um, myths. Parenting is about the child, myth number one. Myth number two, a successful child is ahead of the curve. Myth number three, there are good children and bad children. And on and on and on. We got that two years ago when she did the conference. Mm-hmm. And so it was a deeper dive into kind of that fundamental understanding of conscious parenting and... And kind of the examples that we just went into, like how you have to look at every interaction and go within and get rid, start to get rid of those myths and really start to recognize your child for who they are and yourself um, and what is going on inside of Mm -hmm. you. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: So that was really the first one. And I felt like this second conference was next level. Like there was was some of that. But it was really...
1: Well, it's next level because we have been exposed, babe. Right? We have been working on this. Yeah. For uh, already, already like, more than two years.
0: Yeah. So, I felt like we were past the point of what is conscious parenting, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. We, we have an understanding and a practice of uh-huh. it. And this time it was, like, the very first thing that she said on the, you know, the first day that she was there, she said, to be a conscious parent... You have to evolve. And that was, I felt like, what the whole weekend was about. Mm -hmm. Was, are you ready to evolve? Are you ready to go deeper? Mm -hmm. Right? Into who it is that you really are. Are you really ready to transcend? Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean... This it, she even had like meditations built and, in. And, yeah, and
1: remember, people, this is not about to transcend to become like better parents, or transcend of uh, uh, of like getting new careers and new jobs and uh, and, and attain a, a, an, econ- an economic a higher economic status. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with parenting. It's just like, are you ready? Are you ready to go in inside of you? Mm-hmm. The introspection, you know.
0: Yeah. Are you ready to get closer to enlightenment in a way? Or to your essence. Yeah. To transcend um, to that level, to this knowing within of what is your path. Right. It was Mm -hmm. like it was almost like a really like a personal development. Yeah. More than it was about parenting, like 100 percent. I mean, even last time it was like she was trying to get us away from it's Mm -hmm. really not about your kid. It is about the places that still hurt, the places that you need to Mm -hmm. heal, the places where you still need to grow. And that is what your issues in parenting are really pointing to. Mm -hmm. Um, And can you, you know, let go? Right. And so there was a lot that she talked about that was just next level for me. Right, she was talking, let me see. Uh, she can, was, yeah, can
1: you mention the, the, four, the four levels that she actually mentioned? Um,
0: she said, so she says that there's a material consciousness, then there's psychological, right? So material is what you see, mm-hmm. what you have, like all the yeah. material world. And then there's the psychological, which is what you think, right? Your mm-hmm. psychosis or whatever, yeah. like the psycho- psychological of thinking patterns and things like that. Then she said, "There's the spiritual, right, and then there's the transcendent,
1: mm-hmm. right." I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, Shafali is; she's just really—you can tell that she's still evolving, and she's even taking um, conscious parenting to like to the next level. And it's really about consciousness mm-hmm. and having people become more conscious in all aspects of their life. Um, she talked about how, um, you know, one of the key takeaways that I took, she said that at best, you are a child raising a child. Oh, at yeah. best.
1: At best, yeah.
0: At best, you are a child raising a child. She's like, at worst, you're a child who believes they are an adult raising a child. Mm-hmm. Like, freaking just drop the mic right there, Shafali, and go. <laughs> like... Wow, like she was really saying, we all have an inner child. We all have um, places where the way that we were parented messed with us. Oh, yes. And not coming from a place of um, holding grudges or anything like that. She made Mm -hmm. it very clear. Your parents parented you from their level of consciousness. Consciousness. And
1: she made it very, very clear.
0: You cannot hold grudges. You cannot hold on to that. You cannot blame them. But
1: the only thing you can do is to use let it go.
0: You let it go. That Mm -hmm. is what it was. That was what your parents' level of consciousness Mm -hmm. was. And a lot of it um was really wonderful. Even though they were unconscious, they were still Mm -hmm. really great. Yeah. It is just that, you know, there's there's a level of unconsciousness. They were Mm -hmm. also parented unconsciously. Yeah. And so you pass that on until you can have some level of consciousness and, you know, just try to do it better. I think that's what Every generation is meant to do. You you always want to do better mm-hmm. than you know your parents. They expect that of you too. Parents always want for their kids to be better. In, but,
1: in yeah, but some can you ways. define better?
0: Well, I said this in a blog one time. I said better is a moving target, right? Um, and better, I think, is a matter. Now that I you know I that I think about it in a in this conscious way or more conscious way. I think better to me is freer.
1: Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people say, "Oh, yeah, they need to be better. They need to be more successful."
0: Yes, you need to have more money. You need to have more success. I mean, I think. I mean, to be honest, I think if you're in alignment and you're doing the thing that you're supposed to do, all of that will handle itself. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's not the important part. I sometimes think your inner work. Um, ref. It ends up reflecting in the outer. Mm -hmm. But that the most important thing is that inner work Mm -hmm. that we have to do um, at a spiritual level. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I actually connected that that's with that because uh, the quote unquote the most successful people that we have nowadays in our society Mm -hmm. is those people that actually knew
0: Mm -hmm.
1: what their passion was, Mm
0: -hmm. their
1: purpose, and they just work at it. Mm-hmm. and they just flourish yep yeah
0: so yeah do, do you have moments that were really impactful to you that you oh, want to talk about oh for me
1: that, there was a, like a, a moment where like how much time do I devote myself in the world of form mm-hmm. the world of form is like our possessions our belongings the money that we have uh, the careers and for me, it's like, wow! I spend a lot of time thinking about the things that I'm going to have, that I, th- the things that I need to have, in order for me to feel that I am someone. Mm-hmm. And I spend a lot of time just thinking of those things. And for me, the conference was like when she mentioned it. She was like, "Well, there is this other, other world, the world of the inside, the introspection." Mm -hmm. The meditation, the spiritual, for for me that spiritual was another reminder because I've been working on my spirituality as well Mm -hmm. by meditation. And she goes like, and one of the ways you can actually get in touch with your essence and all this is by meditation.
0: Well, she said it's the only way. Let's be honest. To Shefali and her message. Personally,
1: I do believe with that. It's the only way to actually change yourself. Mm-hmm. by going inside. by going inside, how can you do that? By meditation.
0: She says, you have to trust.
1: You have to trust.
0: You have to trust. You have to let go and you have to trust that you have an inner knowing inside of you.
1: Yeah, because, because there is so, m- and there is only a level of attainment that we can do in the world of form. That means mm-hmm. there is only so many b- uh, books you can read. There's so many things you can do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's going to be a limit to that.
0: Yeah, and that hit home for me a lot.
1: Yeah, but, When you go inside, Mm -hmm. you transcend those. You will get to a point where all of your answers are going to be answered.
0: Like literally she said she has not, she hardly reads any books.
1: Yeah. And I was, she's just guided by by her spirit and essence and and, and, and passion.
0: When she's talking up there, she is not talking off script. No. And she's talking for a long time. She's literally talking from flow. Yeah, she, she is, is in
1: flow. And, in flow, and,
0: and she is going. The
1: eloquence and the way she just speaks is just amazing. You're just
0: like, oh, my God, how did you not write that speech down? No, yeah, she is no, coming she- from her deep knowing... Of these things, like this, she's she's kind of she's telling you this is what I know to yeah. be true. Yeah,
1: and she doesn't even go with the agenda that they have for the day.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I went and by she this was minutes. like, and and she also tells you, I'm giving you what I know today to be true.
1: Yeah, but tomorrow it may. Yeah, be Yeah, it might be different. different because we are all evolving. Mm-hmm. Well, if we give this, uh, uh, ourselves a chance, you know, mm-hmm. we're all evolving. in what I say today, and it's only for today.
0: So everybody, what we're telling you today is... No, that's right. This topic, <laughs> yeah, no, this
1: topic, eventually is going to, if we actually talk about it in the mm-hmm. future, it's going to be at a deeper level.
0: Yeah. And on that note um i think we're going to bring this conversation this first conversation about conscious parenting to a close
1: yeah let's bring it to close because we actually talk about so many things so many things that we've been talking for hours
0: i know there's a lot to digest (laughs) with what we just said um in our next episode we're actually going to have uh we're going to be joined by um betsy aime um and native dk those are their handles on instagram um josh and betsy they're going to be joining us they also attended the evolve conference and we'll be sharing a conversation that we had with them about the conference and what they took from from it and their own experience with conscious parenting mm-hmm. so um this is not the end of this conversation about conscious parenting it is i'm sure the first of many conversations we'll have um Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, yeah, this well, week.
1: let's just recap. Let me let me give my own recap. Okay, recap it like, up. Uh, for the listeners. Remember that uh, being conscious or conscious parenting, it is a, a way of being. Mm-hmm. It is a life philosophy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it is a spiritual practice.
0: Yeah, and be gentle on yourselves. Be gentle uh, yourself. If yeah. this in any way resonates with you, and you want to learn more. We definitely recommend Dr. Shefali's um, Super Soul Sessions. She did a quick... Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, talk a few years ago and we'll link that in our show notes yeah
1: and there's also a great interview with uh, Dr. Shafali, uh, the School of Greatness
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: the other podcast it's yes. an amazing interview
0: amazing interview with her if you want to learn more and also the Awakened Family is a great way to break in uh, your understanding of, of her uh, philosophy and the conscious parenting and obviously she also has the book The Conscious Parenting so mm-hmm. we'll link all of those in our show notes thank you guys again um, you can follow us on Instagram at Somos.Padres um, and my personal account is I am and you are at Paulo Menchaca. I'm
1: at Paulo Menchaca,
0: and we're also on Facebook at Somos. at
1: Somos Padres Hoy.
0: That's right. So thank you guys so much. If you like this episode, please share it. Please rate us. Uh, yeah. Subscribe on iTunes. Share us. Yeah. Uh, it's been great. We love to
1: see reviews in iTunes. Yeah.
0: yeah. It helps uh, people find us. Or too, in our so. website as well. Yes, and keep direct messaging me, uh, direct messaging us, and on Instagram. We love to get feedback from you guys. And thank you so much.
1: No, thank you. Thank you for listening.
0: See you next so, time. See you next
1: time. Hasta la próxima. Adiós. Thank you.